0: Everyone, this is the Bear Blitz podcast. Thank you all for joining in again tonight. Um, we're looking at El Reno tomorrow night. This will be a pregame, little pregame El Reno. Um, Noble comes in at one and two, and the El Reno Indians come in at uh, one and two also. Um, El Reno beat Cash in overtime in week one. And um it's been a rough go with uh Dorian Plumley's injury, but he is back. He stated on Twitter earlier today that um he said well he just that's what exactly what he tweeted is I'm back and with a bunch of A's and C's and K's in there. So I expect him to play. I actually messaged him also and just asked him on Twitter and he, he gave me the thumbs up to a question I asked. So it looks like he's going to be back. But um, so I'm looking forward to having the El Reno at full strength. So that's always good to see when he can play teams that are at their for, uh, full strength. Um, I wish we were. And, uh, we you know, we're still without Chili as he is fighting the uh, mono and everything that entails. But I have a... Uh, Treat for you all tonight, Chili. I talked with tonight, and that you will hear him at the end of this podcast. So stick around. This is going to be a quick podcast tonight because we do have Chili on as a guest at the end, and um, he will be on after the uh, probably the first or second break there. So um, quick notes tomorrow night at El Reno, seven p.m. It'll be El Reno's homecoming. They'll start the homecoming at about six twenty-five p.m. Um, it's Western wear theme night for the student section. And so you want to get there early so you can get in, get a seat. I don't believe you get to buy tickets or anything early, but just, uh, buy the tickets there at the gate. And we should be all familiar with El Reno where that's at the second exit there in El Reno, go North and you'll find their stadium just right there off of the, uh, old highway 66. But, um, uh, lot Mac, they had a schedule, uh, or we change the schedule, I'm not sure, but there's a schedule change with a lot in Mac game. That's going to be on a Thursday night instead of the Friday night. So that week, um, in a few weeks, we play them in October. Let me see exactly what the date is for that. Sorry, I'm not as prepared tonight. Been a long week. That's why the video was out late. Um, So, anyways the lot Mac game will be October 15th instead of the 16th. So it's Thursday, October 15th. So mark that on your calendars. It'll be a Thursday night and that'll be at lot Mac. So just wanted to touch on that. Um, so looking at this week with El Reno, uh, it's going to be a tough game. It's our first district game. El Reno was picked to win the district, um, this season and they haven't looked as good without their starting quarterback. But, um, they have Darius Moore and he's a, a, a tough player back there. So, um, him and, and Dorian will be back and they'll be moving the ball again. But, um, just looking at their schedule here once I get it up. So El Reno is actually a uh, one and two. Also, I, I always am getting them, uh, mixed up with Piedmont for some reason, but uh, they beat Cash in overtime, 42-35, and that was when they had Dorian Plumley. Uh, Cash is a 4A team that's supposed to be pretty good this year. Then they faced Piedmont and lost 31-7. That was with their uh, second-string quarterback. And last week they lost to Weatherford, 41-14. And Weatherford is the uh, 4A favorite this year to win 4A behind the, uh, you know, the guys they have that are. Uh, going to OU, or the, or the one guy they have going to OU, Ethan Downs. So they're really good this year. So, um, so both teams, one and two, coming in. Kind of some uh, keys to the game. I was thinking about for Noble, you know, um, only have your defense give up touchdowns, not the offense and not the special teams. Um, this will be key. Um, Coach George talked about they only gave up like 16 points last week um, to Piedmont. Uh, you know, their defense only gave up 16 and we would have won that game 20 to 16, you know, if it wasn't for those other, those other, uh, you know, the pick six and, uh, you know, all the special teams woes we've had, it's just been crazy. But, um, Colin Fisher, he's played great, but tomorrow night, he's not going to throw a pick six and uh, I'm just going to believe that and it's not going to happen, but, um, You know he threw a pick six in in both of his games so far, but they were he was kind of put in a couple tough situations. I thought you know trying to end the half there um, at Midwest City was tough, uh, trying to kind of force it down there late because they had you know obviously got behind so much, and then uh, last week at the end of the game he was obviously trying to make something happen. So they haven't been bad pick sixes, but uh, just a couple you know mistakes he's got to learn to avoid as a young QB and. Me and Chili talk about him more later on, but um, he's he's really doing a great job for the Bears to fill in, not having much practice here, and and uh, just stepping right in there, and you know really really doing a great job for him. But in um, uh, a couple other uh, keys to the game is getting uh, LT touches. LT Taylor has just turned into a great player these last couple of games. He had like twelve catches. This past week's player of the game, um, I think you got to find ways to get him the ball, um, and you know. And congrats on LT being named the OSN Player of the Week. That's it's cool to see. I think that's Noble's first OSN Player of the Week because they take all the OSN schools and uh, pick one of those players that had a good week, and they and they have a vote on on the ones that were nominated there. So, um, and you know, LT, he's become the go-to guy on the offensive side, really. He's like your little Swiss Army knife, I kind of like to call him. Uh, You can put him in the backfield. You can put him um, out wide and and all over that offense. Um, He's going to make something happen. But the good thing is uh, that little Swiss Army knife that he is will slowly grow into a bigger knife through district play. And as he gets more confidence and more varsity play time, um, more varsity play time under his belt. Um, you know, I was thinking also with LT, getting more and more looks and attention, your sophomore, Brandon Harper, uh, he's going to he's going to get free more down the sideline. You know, you're probably going to see more of those 55-yard touchdown receptions if teams are having to key in on, on LT upfield uh, as he's turned into such a playmaker as he has. Because uh, we all know what Brandon Harper can do you know, with yards after catch like we've seen, you know, as does LT. So uh, just going to be fun watching those two the rest of this year and the next two years for sure. Um, I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool to see like a, like a jet sweep with LT, you know, line him up on one side and overload the opposite side with like Sparky and the Dominator blocking and, you know, see what he can do. And you maybe even try a reverse with the with the same scenario there. Um, you know the offense may have to get creative down the down the way. Uh, once these once these playmakers are established, you know you might have to see some creativity with Art Ardmore and Lawton Mac and some of those um, better teams down the road. But I'm definitely looking forward to this year. You know the rest of this the, or to this district year with our our offense becoming. Uh, more of themselves and figuring out everything they can do um, because you know our defense can stop some teams. They've done a great job stopping these uh, these really good teams we've played so far. So uh, it's only looking up. Um, a couple other things to mention real quick was uh, Altus canceled their next two games. So uh, next game Altus is scheduled to play is versus Noble on October 9th. And that'll be at Altus, and that'll be Altus' homecoming. But their game this week they had with Capitol Hill was canceled, and their one next week was canceled. So just a couple things to note there. And I'll go through some more cancellations and the games we have um, this week and our picks right after this quick message. <music> all right bear blitz fans noble bear fans we're back for uh part two of the el reno pregame. and man the more we talk about this game the more i'm looking forward to it and that qb for them uh dorian plumley man he he uh talked a lot last year before the game on the field and i remember getting some of that on video and just uh him talking a lot of smack out there while the two teams were warming up. But at the end, man, he showed some good sportsmanship too while they were shaking hands. So that was good to see. And uh, you can see that at the end of our highlight video that I made last year, that big 72-62 uh, basketball game that I shot there in in uh, El Reno last year. But looking some at some of the uh, matchups this week uh, in our district, it was going to be Altus and Capitol Hill, which that game was canceled. Um, Altus probably would have got that win. But speaking of that game, it is a district game. It is right now canceled, and that does not go down as a forfeit for any team. It's almost like a, a no. It's a. It's basically like a no game, like a rainout. And at the end, if if uh, any one district, if none of the, if none of all the district games were able to be played. They have a whole new, like, two-page document of how they determine which teams go into the playoffs. So we'll address that later on if we have to go that route, which I assume tons of districts will. Um, Not even the Oklahoman and Mr. Cameron Jordan is really talking about that much. I've been listening to some of his podcasts, and he has basically said, yeah, it's a big ordeal, and we'll get to that as we need it. But they're more focused on right now, just getting games in and getting you know getting some of these seniors some games on tape before they worry about um, you know who wins a gold ball and who doesn't because ultimately the most important thing is getting a lot of these players on the field that know they want to go to college and go on to get scholarships and stuff like that so their goal is definitely to uh, get games on the field played but uh, another game this week is Ardmore and Southeast and Ardmore will be playing their first game. Uh, and since two weeks ago when they started their quarantine. But um, the Oklahomans' pick on that is Ardmore 42, Southeast 14, and I agree with them there. Ardmore should get that win. Um, another 5A game this this week. I'll just name all the 5A games here because a lot of them are canceled and stuff, so there's not all that many. Uh, Carl Albert and Guyman, and the pick there is 52-14 by the Oklahomans. And it's Claremore, uh, 28, Glenpool, 21 is the pick there. Uh, Collinsville, 45, Tulsa Hale, 7. And Coweta, 38, Tulsa Edison, 20. Uh, McGinnis, 45, Lawton Ike, 7. And once again, these are the oh, the News OK, the Oklahomans' picks for these 5A high school games. It's Piedmont, 28, Guthrie, 24. And that'll be a good, a good game there. A couple of really good teams. Piedmont, uh... 2-1, and, and Guthrie's unbeaten. Uh, Sepulpa, 42. Tul- uh, Tulsa Memorial, 14. And Shawnee, 20. Durant, 14. Tahlequah, 21. Prior, 20. And the other good game in 5A, Tulsa Kelly, 31, and McAllister, 21. I think Tulsa Kelly is a lot better than even people think, and I think they'll go out and beat McAllister pretty easy, more than that 10 points indicates, because I don't think McAllister has had that tough a schedule yet. And the pick for the El Reno-Noble game is El Reno 28 and Noble 21. So, man, they are not going to pick Noble to score more than three touchdowns until Noble does score more than three touchdowns. And I'm not for sure if, um, you know, they knew that the quarterback, Dorian Plumley was going to be back for sure with this pick, but um, the way they picked it, I would assume they probably did um, because they haven't really scored that many points since he's been gone, but um, especially on a good, solid, noble defense, um, you know, it'd be, uh, you know, I would say I have a hard time seeing them give up 28, but man, we gave up 62 last year with a lot of the same defense to Dorian Plumlee, but I definitely see the game going a little bit different um, this season But um, It's going to be a, a fun battle With them for sure uh, To keep this podcast Not so long That's all I'm going to talk about uh, Basically uh, this week uh, But we will get uh, Chili Lorenz on After this Another quick break here And uh, stay tuned Because it will be Chilly on With Bear Blitz After this quick break back uh mr sean keith just texted in to me because he knows i'm recording he says noble's gonna get the win tomorrow uh tomorrow night 28 20 over the indians and brandon harper is gonna have two touchdowns so um if you uh have any other predictions you know shoot them to me i'm obviously not gonna say them on here because i'm recording right now but um I'd like to hear him because it's always entertaining to me. Who can be the closest? Maybe we should have like a pick contest. That'd be kind of cool. But um, you know, I'm thinking Noble's gonna go and win tomorrow night. 27 to 14. 27-14, guys. That will be the Bear Blitz pick, but here is Mr. Chili Lorenz. Bear Blitz was able to talk with him tonight. And we went over injury and all kinds of stuff. So stay tuned for the next few minutes as we talk to Chili.
1: Yeah, we played Blanchard, very good team. Uh, We played super hard and stuff and ended up winning that game. And I felt uh, just fine afterwards and stuff. It was no big deal, felt just like any other normal night. And then I woke up Saturday, felt awesome. Sunday, felt awesome. And then Monday I woke up with a sore throat. And I thought it was no big deal and stuff. I went to our uh, practice that Monday, which was Labor Day. Yeah, I went to that practice and I felt just fine, but my throat still kind of hurt. So I got home and took a big old nap when I woke up and I started to run a little fever. It wasn't it wasn't a hundred degree, but it was more of like a, you know, just, hey, you feel kind of hot yeah type of thing. So I went back to sleep and I woke up um, Tuesday morning and was running a big high fever and stuff. So I went to the doctor and at first they said I had tonsillitis, mm-hmm. which I thought it was going to be strep or flu, maybe. So I had a fever, couldn't really go to school or anything. I was just taking a little antibiotic, just kind of take care of business. And then Wednesday rolls around and my fever spiked up to around 103, 102.6, I believe. Oh, wow. And so I had to actually, my mom took me into the hospital. And um, when I got there and stuff, I went out into the cold air. Maybe my room was just hot, but Mm -hmm. my fever went back down to, I think, a 99 within just a 30-minute span, 45-minute span. Yeah. And so they take a test, and they're like, hey, you're looking fine and stuff. We're just going to check one thing. We're just going to see if you have mono. And I was like, oh, okay, no big deal. And then it comes back, and they're like, hey, you're negative. And I was like, okay, so what does that – or I meant uh, you're positive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so what does that mean for me? And then they started to explain everything about what it does to your body, which I really didn't know much about but it's not a very fun thing yeah I'll tell you crazy. that much yeah
0: so have you have they given you kind of like a a, a timetable or just kind of a wait and see thing or what do you know about maybe your status on returning
1: so my status on returning I actually got into the gym today I've been in the gym since Monday this week kind of working out and stuff but I finally did some cardio mm-hmm. for my body and stuff I was doing some sprints and everything and it felt really good and I was happy to be back and i've been talking to my parents actually about pushing forward when i go get an ultrasound because they have to do an ultrasound on my spleen which Mm -hmm. is the main reason why i can't play because i haven't been sick like contagious sick for two weeks now yeah but the effects of mono wears on your body more long term than it is short term Gotcha. so i think they're gonna allow me to push my ultrasound forward and see what they say so hopefully i can get in as soon as possible Scheduled yeah. wise, and then we'll see what they say. The normal time frame is four to six weeks, and I'm on week three right now. So okay. I'm going to try and push it for maybe this upcoming week, or maybe take Duncan out if the ultrasound doesn't come back good, mm-hmm. and then try and play Altus. Okay. So we're going to see what they say, but I'm thinking I may be able to play against Duncan.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, man, that's that's a uh, good news for sure. That's even better news than I thought we might hear. But uh, we'll definitely hope to see you before the end of the year. When, when I first heard about, it, I was like, oh man, you know that could be could be bad if mm-hmm. he only gets back, you know, in time for just a couple games. But um, mm-hmm. at least you're just a junior. I hate it. I hate it when something happens to seniors and they get injured yeah. after miss their senior year. But uh, we, definitely, definitely, we definitely, definitely are missing you. But um, what what are the some of the things you're able to do um, with the team or, or for the team while you're out? Um, I
1: can do just about anything except get hit. So whatever way I ask Davidson or Coach George or Coach Solomon every day, I'm like, hey, what can I do to help you guys? And they'll give me a task to do, whether it's, whether it's throw to the receivers if we're kind of going an inside-outside drill or I can help Colin as much as possible or just go get things for them if they need them. So I'm jogging and running all over the place just trying to help out as much as possible and be a team player.
0: Yeah, it was cool to see on the field, you know, before the game at Piedmont, you know, out there helping just like another coach out there, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's good to see that you're glad you're able to be out there with the guys and the team. Most definitely, me as well. Yeah. Um, You know, personally, this is the best I've ever felt about a one and two Noble team. Um, do you feel there is a more of a positive vibe around the team, even though they're starting one and two and kinda you know, and regarding the circumstances? Mm -hmm. I don't
1: think I don't think there's anything negative going on in our minds. Mm -hmm. Once I will say this, once we do play, I mean we have to have a short term memory. Whether we like for example this week, whether we beat El Reno by fifty points or lose to El Reno by fifty points. Once it's done, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I think the vibes have been positive through Midwest City and Piedmont. Those are both two really good teams. Mm-hmm. Midwest City being ranked in Class 6A within the top 10. Same with Piedmont. They're ranked top five in the Class 5A. And we've played with all of these teams till really the end.
0: Yeah. So Midwest yeah.
1: City was uh, two, like two or three busted plays. And other than that, mm-hmm. I mean, we played just as well, if not better than them, I feel like.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was just... I mean, you can look at about five or six plays through the last couple games and be like, "Man, we were just right there," but, but that, uh, that's where it went. Yeah, but uh, so, no, I don't
1: think there's a negative vibe about um, anything we're doing right now. I think we're playing for sure. really good. Just had some bad breaks and stuff, and mm-hmm. I think this week we really get to redeem ourselves against a really good team.
0: Have the have the coaches had a, a certain message for the team? You know, as as you guys start district play, has there been kind of something that they've said a lot uh, just to kind of. You know, keep the guys' heads up because I know Nobles—they're they, just used to starting three and O over the last several years, or at least two and right, one. I don't think they've. Hot. Yeah, I think they've gone. The last time I think they started one and two was back, definitely before Coach George was there. So it's been a while. But have they ever, have they kind of had a certain message for you guys or?
1: A uh, message for this week—we haven't really emphasized it super hard. We normally don't until Friday, though. Yeah. But i mean i'll say coach george has definitely let us know that we're the district champions like Mm -hmm. like we will be the district champions until someone takes it from us and there's no reason why we should allow that to happen
0: yeah yeah i don't
1: we don't i mean we don't think there's a better team in our district that's any better
0: than us Mm -hmm. yeah everyone's everyone just kind of has to go with the flow this year i mean there there's a You guys, I think, are only one of maybe about half the teams in our district that have actually played all their games so far this year. So it's mm-hmm. good just to get the the games played. Um, right. Uh, so uh, how do you think the uh, young sophomore replacement, Colin Fisher, has been doing kind of in your – how do you think he's filled filled your role so far?
1: Man, Colin Fisher is the man. That dude can sling the ball like crazy. I love I love watching him throw. It's crazy when he throws it too because he's a lefty so it's got that left mm-hmm. tailspin spin to it and I think I think the quarterback play and the receiver play has been really well even since week 1 week 2 was better and week 3 was even better than week 2 so I think it's just getting better and better each week.
0: Yeah, it's, Colin's it's looking
1: really awesome right now.
0: Yeah, it's tough when you had limited practices you know through the spring and summer and him had a pr- had a pretty good idea knowing that he probably wasn't going to get the start at quarterback, you know, it was going to be your gig and then being forced right in there at week 2. Um, I just think he's done an excellent job. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think back to your year last year as a sophomore coming in at receiver, you you were a different player in the end versus Ardmore. You got those first two touchdowns versus Ardmore. But those first few games, I mean, it was – you just went on through your sophomore year and, and progressed and progressed and progressed. And I think that's you – know, I, I think that's what Colin's going to do here, you know. I so. I totally agree with you. So,
1: I remember – I remember – I was so nervous the beginning of sophomore year and stuff and Mm -hmm. going to receiver. I'd never played it before. And Newcastle was the worst game I had. And I said, okay, well, next week's going to be better.
0: Yeah. And you had that return a little better Mm Mm-hmm.
1: against eight. It was better. I scored my first touchdown in high school and then Piedmont was even better. And I actually ended up winning player of the game. El Reno was even better. And it just kept getting up -hmm. and up from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, awesome to see, the you know, the progression is, man, yeah, just getting that young sophomore in there, starting mm-hmm. at QB. I mean, there's so many young players on this team, so it's going to be – look forward to the next couple of years for sure. Um, Most definitely. So, El, El Reno tomorrow night. Um, everything is – I'm hearing that Dorian Plumlee is going to be back and um, uh, playing after a tweaked ankle in the zero week. Um, are the guys excited to go get out there and kind of play this second half to the basketball game they started last year?
1: Most definitely. I think everybody's, <laughs> I think this is the most we excited we've been for other than week one. I mean, after not playing football for 180 days, what do you really expect? Right?
0: Oh yeah, for but sure.
1: I think, I think this is the most excited we've been to really go play a team. I don't think there's a single person on this team that likes El Reno. So <laughs> yeah, we definitely does deserve to, give them what they're coming for
0: yeah i mean in in 2018 it was a pretty good game at noble there we went up like 10 to 0 and uh one of our guys got that stripping score of dorian plumley and it looked like we were gonna win but we let it slip and then last year you had the track meet and both teams scoring right and left so i don't know what could happen this year maybe we have a low scoring defensive game but who knows when i'm looking for definitely looking forward to it um, is there anything else you'd like to add, or, or shout out, or tell your team or fans?
1: Um, if you guys can make a trip up to El Reno tomorrow, I think you most definitely should. I think it'll be probably the game of the week, especially when it comes to the Class of Five A. I don't really know a better game going on to start district play in any other district or class. Oh yeah. So if you guys can make a trip to El Reno, most definitely do it. For sure. Um, shout out to my mom too. I always, I always promise her I'll shout her out if I'm ever talking on your podcast or talking to anybody interviewing so shout out to my mom there you uh, go. shout out to all the noble bear fans love you guys so much and thank you guys for always supporting us yeah go bears
0: yeah <laughs> i know the uh, game tomorrow is the game of the week on osn so you'll be able to watch it on facebook live too so that'll be pretty sweet well thanks for joining us chili yeah thank you so much we Caleb. will see I you out it. there tomorrow night
1: yes sir see you then
0: So that was Chili Lorenz, you know, talking about the first few weeks here. And it sounds like he is very anxious to get back on the field as we are all anxious to see him back out there. But I think that's going to do it for tonight's uh, podcast. And we hope to bring you your pregame podcast uh, a little quicker, earlier this week. But um, if you have your three-word reviews, I will do a post, hopefully after this week. I kept forgetting, and it was almost too late to do them. Um, later after the game when I, when I think about it. But I will make a post about three-word reviews um, tomorrow after the game, and we'll talk about those on the post-game El Reno podcast, hopefully to have that thing out by Saturday night. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow. Go Bears!